And we join on the line now by market uh, analyst and homemade economist Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Give me fire, give me reason. Take me higher, see the champions. <laughs> Take the field now, here they come now. Ah, oh, when I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. Hello! Oh. Philip is back. <laughs> you know you know what I just realized? I never yeah. knew those lyrics. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Thank you so much for I that, Clive. It was a beautiful song. It was a beautiful yeah, song. Yeah, but I just realized because it doesn't even remotely ring a bell somewhere, so I never knew them to begin with. <laughs> I know the tune, though. That has to count for something. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> now, Clive, Asian stocks, you know, they climbed a second day amid optimism uh, that Greece will forge a debt deal. And Australia also, uh, their debt fell after stronger jobs data came out there. Yeah, they did have stronger job numbers, which is very, very positive. We know that they're struggling a little bit for cleanup because of the fact that a uh, number of the mining companies have cut down on jobs. So it was very nice to see them actually pick up again and sit where they're sitting at the current moment. The MSCI is a specific index added another 0.8%. A lot of people want to say that it was uh, because of the Greek saga being, being secured or being solved. It's not being solved, and I don't understand why people think that. They've just kicked the can down the road again. End of June now, they say they'll be able to pay, and then they've also come up to some compromises when it comes to reform that the German Chancellor is very happy to to, to, to carry on with. So Ursula Merkel was very happy to keep Greece and in the eurozone. So that sort of sparked a little bit of confidence in those particular markets. So we're still looking not so great, I think, for the week. Uh, but the topic snapped another four-day drop. Remember, they were down by 1.3%, but it's gone up now by 1.6 again. So I think it's just the market's really getting more momentum uh, following these news from Greece. And uh, Japanese stocks, looking at what's happening there now, I see there's a rise there for the first time in five days. Mm. Which is very good. Um, I, I just looked at um, a few companies, Sakina, uh, maybe just to help us here. There's a company called Denji Korte, which is a holdings company. It's got a number of investment opportunities. That jumped up to 6.3%. If you look at also the likes of Kuba Busan uh, company, that also went up by 7.1%. And then there's Tokyo Marine, uh, which is the only one in actual fact within the industrial space that actually slipped down by 0.3%. Other than that, things look very well. Uh, but um, uh, again, people are putting this to the Greek saga, and they're saying the principle that the fact that the, the, com- the money is going to come out somehow has sort of like boosted markets. I believe it has to do with the rebound of, of markets. It's just a correction in the market, and that's why the Japanese stocks look good. But anyway, the yen is still very strong. We don't know why. It's still very strong, and it's going to hurt those exporters at the end of the day, Sakina. Mm. And then um, South Africa's uh, Q2 business confidence eases to 43 points, and it seems as though the CEOs are upset. Ah, they can't be happy, Sakina. Ha! The CEO pen at the market is such a check. They call them the fat cat. I don't want to get into trouble. I'm sorry, CEOs. Um, but the, the business uh, index has gone down. So, you know, it's gone back down to where we were about this time last year. But if you remember last year, at 43 points, which is where we're sitting, if you remember last year, last year um, we had the five-month strike. You remember that? And that is what actually pushed us down uh, in terms of business confidence. We had that five-month platinum strike. But the last time we went down even further, 
if you look at the same period, was in 2008 after the recession in August uh, that we were down by about 18 uh, points to the good. So uh, still very positive, but we know that anything below 50 in these indexes just means that you're not doing relatively well. Mm. And of course, it's a Thursday, our investment theme for today, uh, trading CFDs, contracts for difference. Yeah, I'm going to make this very simple so people understand. I, you know, a lot of guys come to me and say, Club, I want to learn how to trade. I want to understand. I don't do trading. I'm actually a long-term investor. So for those who are interested in actually getting into the trading system, they must get proper training by a registered uh, uh, institution. But here's the thing. A contract for difference, this is what happens. It's a deal between a buyer and a seller. And what happens is they, they sort of lock in a price of a stock to say that this is where the price will go. And the buyer is buying that stock and they gear it up for him in terms of profits. So if a stock has, for example, a, a price which is about 100 shares to about 200, they are buying this price at at least 50% of the margin, expecting that if they beat that price, they'll make 10 times, 5 times, more. mostly we allow 5%, just, just to be safe. So 5% margin is required so that the trade can be entered into. If you make money, you get, you get wonderful results because obviously you make 50% of the actual trade. But if you don't make money and you lose, ha, Sakina, you will cry for days, eh? Clive. So it's a very risky way. It's a very yeah. risky way of trading. We don't want people to cry, so I suggest you sing us out again today. Ah, oh, oh, oh. Ah, when I get older, I will be stronger. They call me freedom, just like a waving flag. And then it goes back, and then it goes back. Hello, that was Clive Ntozavadu Ramatibela, and he's back with us again tomorrow, same time.